Good afternoon and welcome to Find Your Sparkle with Jen, where you'll be inspired, impacted, and influenced. I'm your host, Jennifer Stewart, owner of Jazz Potential and creator of Find Your Sparkle. And today I'm extremely excited to have with me my friend, Paula Tozer, who is a fellow Toastmaster, singer, songwriter, actor, author, and just an amazing coach and I'm just so delighted to finally have this opportunity to catch up and learn more about you so welcome Paula it's great to have you here thank you so much I'm so happy to be part of your show oh my goodness it has been a long time we were talking earlier and we met actually I guess it would be two years ago at a Toastmaster training session in New Brunswick, Canada, and we connected right away. And it's basically has taken this long to have this kind of <laughs> this kind of a conversation. So I really want to help the listeners learn a little bit more about you. So can you give us a little bit of a background about who you are, where you come from, and a little bit about your story? Well. I am originally from New Brunswick, Canada, and I've always, all my life, I've absolutely loved anything to do with creativity. So everything I've done has kind of molded me towards that way. Now, I did go into the business side of things as well. So my husband and I right now, we have a a lawn care business. However, my deepest love is the the creative process. And helping people to realize their creative potential is way more fun than I ever thought it would be before I joined Toastmasters. Now, one of the things that got me fully immersed into my own creative potential didn't happen until I turned 50. At that point, there were a few little obstacles, let's say. So we, I had like, uh, there were the deaths of 15 friends and family, including my mom and dad, within a little over a 10-year period that wow. really brought everything up front and personal, you know? So it's kind of, those kind of things can either make you or break you, as I say. And what I decided to do, and it worked very well for me, was to go inside mm-hmm. and to start learning about me and what makes me tick and how to heal. And what I found was creativity, my creative abilities that I worked on very, very hard because I realized how much that they helped me to recover from everything. And my creativity simply blossomed because I paid attention to it. And what I've realized is that creativity is such a vital element in everyone's life, but yet we discount it. We devalue it. We do. And that, you know, I I just have to intervene a little bit because that is, that's so important. I mean, for some reason, I know as, you know, children growing up and, and maybe that's changing. I hope it's changing, but you know, with, if you said, you know, I want to be an artist. I want to be a writer. I want to be a singer. I want to be a dancer. People would say, you know, oh, that's that get a real job. That's not going to pay the bills. Right. So then you think you think that that element is a wish for or maybe someday or it's a hobby. But it's it's critical to having a well-balanced and productive, happy life. So I want I'll let you get back into that when you discovered or rediscovered, I should say, your sparkle, but your creativity, what difference did it make for you? When I started actually doing a process, and this process has developed into what I talk about in my book, An Elegant Mind's Handbook, uh, called contemplative writing. That is what I, I started really 
focusing on. When I started doing that, I started realizing things that I didn't even know were, were in there. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know that those kind of connections, because I see creativity as making connections between what seem to be unrelated things. So when you're writing and when you're working it in, in your own particular way, you do start to realize deeper truths about yourself. And even like when I started songwriting, I, I, when I look back on those songs from even two or three or five years ago, I realize deeper resonances every time with these things. The things that seem to just flow out sometimes have the biggest messages for us. And that's mm-hmm. why I get so excited about helping people to, as you say, find your sparkle, because sparkle is inspiration. When you mm-hmm. are in, like, I've got goosebumps already. I, when you, I was just going to say that. I totally have goosebumps. <laughs> because when you find what inspires you, you are lit up. And I don't, it doesn't matter if you are a, uh, like a carpenter, if you are a mechanic, if you are a blue collar, white collar, whatever your job is, if you engage your creativity and exercise your potential, you are going to be able to have a exponentially much better life. Oh my golly. I couldn't have said that better myself. That really, really resonates with me. And I'm sure that our audience is going to really understand and get that. I want to go back a little bit while, while I think about it, before you rediscovered your creativity, can you just get into, you know, what were you doing? Were you following what people told you or what you thought you should do with, you know, in terms of the the business and doing everything that you're supposed to. And what is the difference between being in that space versus now? Mm -hmm. And when you think back to perhaps when you were younger, those things that you you enjoyed when you were in flow, can you Mm -hmm. talk a little bit about that? Sure. Uh, Way back in the day, let's go back to when I was about 17 years old. I wrote a letter to myself that said, I want to be a rock star. And nobody is going to stop me from being a rock star. All right. So I wrote the letter and I put it in my dresser drawer and I just, I forgot about it. And you know what? Sometimes we do forget about life gets in the way and we forget about the things that mattered so deeply to us and even exploring them further because, you know, at 17, you, you've got your whole life ahead of you. You've got all this potential and you don't really know where to go with it. And sometimes we do end up pleasing other people and taking on positions or jobs that really don't seem to, they don't serve our spirit. Mm -hmm. And so I got into business and I found myself working in a paper mill, writing, typing up, doing all kinds of like executive assistant kind of work and not really fulfilling that potential. And there were invitations over that period of time for me to do creative things. But I, I thought, no, this is where the money is. This is where right. and so I, I was following that money trail, which didn't make me happy, but it certainly paid the bills, you know, right. and, and where I came from, this is this is the prevailing attitude. Right. And it took a, it took me a while to realize that I could do something other than that and still be able to make 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 my make a living and and make a life which is there's difference between surviving and thriving right oh my goodness you know so for me that's really what what i started looking at was was how to 
weave my creativity in there. And so what I started realizing was that even though I was working in a business environment, I still could exercise my creativity in my the way that I crafted letters, in how I dealt with different challenges, mm-hmm. and how I embraced different opportunities. And so that was enough for a while. But then once I hit a certain and I'm going to a certain age where we become much more confident and also realize, you know, like I, I don't want to waste any more time. I don't want to, especially with, with all of the, the passings of all the people that I loved. I thought, no, now is the time to do these things. So I started really working more on it and wrote, started writing songs. And the songs started, I started recording songs and actually um, going to a recording studio and doing the professional recordings. And I got hooked. I got hooked on how beautiful and how delightful it is to create things that mean something to you and resonate through all this decade now that because I, I just turned 61 this summer. And so that this 11 years have been a, a joy ride, I have to say with my creativity. And I have no idea where it's going to go. But you know what, that doesn't matter. Because actually, that's the fun of it. Because you don't Absolutely. need to know. And, you know, I think that you, you really, you really nailed it when you said, you know, you just, you lit up when you're talking about coming into yourself and all mm-hmm. of these things that, you know, you get fired up when you realize, holy cow, this is, this is me. This is what I love to do. And I think that what my wish and my hope would be for everyone is to, to get it much sooner because I've, you and I talked and we have a very similar story and that's basically where Find Your Sparkle came from, you know, living this life that we were supposed to live and having on the outside, everything looked great. Everything looked just as it was supposed to be. And, you know, successful by the terms of society, but inside there was something missing. And it's that for me, it's, it's serving people. It's, you know, it's being involved. It's having, having an impact, having the ability to influence, having the the ability to inspire people to find their voice, to find Mm -hmm. their authentic self and to be able to find more sparkle. I really, I really love that you're doing it now. And I want to think, you know, obviously we can't change the past. The past is, is, is the past. What would you say really quickly before we have a quick break to anyone out there who's kind of, who can resonate with that a little bit and, and know that there's something more. This is a very interesting thing because I learned something during my, my contemplative writing that absolutely changed my life. I realized that we can not only change the present, we can change the future, but we can also alter the past from this moment on. And I would never have have been able to come across this until I was writing about it. And I was sitting there kind of going, I didn't realize how cool this was. Now you see, this is how it works. When you look back on the past, as you say, the past is, is the past. It's done. The, this is the way I see it anyway. It can't be altered. But from this moment on, if you find something that I call a wow moment of inspiration, and, it, and you start applying it, and it changes your life from this moment on, when you go five hours, five days, five, five months, five years into the future, and you look back, you realize you have changed your past. 
Like absolutely. That is a great place to stop for a quick break. And we're, I look forward to continuing our conversation when we return. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Find Your Sparkle with Jen. We're talking to Paula Tozer. And just before the break, we were talking about some of your past and, and how you can, the past is the past, but there's lots of things that we can bring forward from that. So during the break, we were talking about lessons. So I'm going to take, give you an opportunity to talk a little bit more about that. The lessons that we learn, and I always think about it as, as coming into it as a student. You know, what, am I, what do I have to learn today? And those kind of lessons are the things when you have an open mind, and that's one of the parts of the most important parts of being a a creative, of being an artist, is that we entertain different ideas and we will allow those ideas, we'll we'll just play with them, you know, Mm -hmm. because because as, as artists, we still know how to play. And that's it. You're just playing with ideas doesn't mean you're going to take them on, but it, it means that you are willing to, to look at them. Right. So when you find one that truly resonates with you and you allow it to become integrated within your in your life, you will find that you've changed your timeline because you now think differently about things. And it's possible that your life will. Well, it definitely will be impacted from that moment on. And in a different way, I always say the choice to walk creates the path ahead. So when you make a choice, you are making a deliberate move in a way. And if you make a a choice that benefits you and benefits other people, which is another whole story, (laughs) you, you will find that it changes the way that number one, that you look at life. And also it will change the impact and the influence and the inspiration that you can have on other people's lives as well. And that will change that segment of the past that is yet to be lived. And you've got all your life left to live it a different way. So you can look back and oh, go ahead. And, and I think that, you know, I believe that, you know, everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. and we can, we can look at things as, you know, being the victim or we can be the victor in our lives. And sometimes it takes a while for us to figure that out. You know, when I think back with some turning points in my life, when I broke my back, that was a huge turning point. Now I could have succumbed to what the doctor said and we wouldn't be having this conversation right now. I wouldn't have a family. I wouldn't be playing sports and I would be a bitter 53 year old woman with a hunchback. But I made a decision back then all those years ago that that was not gonna be my future. Right. And that's, you know, things, things happen, but we need to change how we look at things. And you and I are both Wayne Dyer fans. And one of his books was change your thoughts, change your life. And that's, I mean, I can't even talk enough about that. And you were saying earlier, there's probably not any truer words. So having said that with things that happen, we all do have things. What have you specifically done for yourself? And I know we talked a little bit earlier about this being a catalyst to your book and your studies with having so much loss, you could have been in a hole. We wouldn't be having this conversation if you let that drag you down. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, fear is one of the main things that drags us down. We're, we're afraid of so many things. And when I realized how important and how vital that my creative abilities were to my own personal healing that that was it was life-changing it was game-changing because first thing I did was 
I started writing about the the process, why I was afraid of death and dying. That was the start. And I wrote my first book, Saving Your Own Life, Learning to Live Like You Were Dying. And I put that, I um, self-published that one. And I've used it in workshops and, and that sort of thing. And what I realized was that it was exceptionally cathartic. It really made it it healed me yeah. to be able to work through this stuff and when i say heal what i i mean is that now i can look at the losses that i've experienced in my life and i i can find a reason to smile because i've chosen and this is a choice it's a choice, it a choice. to think about the celebration of life instead of mourning the death now, that will take a little while to do that, though. You know, everyone Absolutely. needs to have their 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 time to, to mourn and grieve. And that is, nobody can tell you what that time is. It's very important to, to work through your own, your own stuff. However, there will come a time when there will be that little inspiration that is going to have a little whisper in your ear. And it's going to say, it's time now we can think of, we, let's think of it this way. Can you try this? And when you start writing about it, and that's why I really am an advocate for writing and particularly this contemplative writing process, because I find that, well, it can be journaling, but contemplative writing is a little different than journaling, but it does give you insight into yourself and into your true feelings and what you really find is important. And if you follow those feelings, if you follow that inspiration, it's going to lead you to relief. And I always say, follow your relief, because if you do, it's going to lead you to freedom. It's going to give you the, the freedom to be able to not just simply think, I have to think, dwell on the passing. No, I can celebrate everything that they gave me in my life, and I am better because of it. Or even if it was somebody that was more challenging to your life. You can say, look what I've learned from this. Yeah. I do. I love that. It made me think of, I have a question for you. What would you say to people who have historically ignored that little whisper, that voice that says, okay, why don't you try this because of guilt, because of shame, because of feeling that they don't have the right to move on? That is probably the def what I've found is the defining mantra of my life now helping people to find the access point to their own personal inspiration and that to listen to that little whisper. Because first of all, we have to be able to value our inspiration. We have to be able to value our creativity. You are an artist. And I'm speaking to every person that hears this. Oh, like I got two goosebumps again. <laughs> it, it, look, the, the, but the first time in all my life, that I ever was able to admit that was after I turned 50. And I use that as a, uh, it's, it's something that is, was, was a, a life-changing thing again for me to be able to admit that I am an artist and I'm an, I have an artist's heart. And I think in technicolor and kaleidoscopes and just, you know, there's the sky's the, not even the limit. Right, absolutely. And, and to be able to value that part of me allowed me to be able to uh, help other people to bring that out in, in them as well. So when there are 
when you do feel that guilt and shame, uh, at, you know, at, at thinking, I, I can't let go of this, because mm -hmm. if I do, like, gently start exploring the alternatives. I say gently, because it's going to be very hard, because like a lot of times, you know, this is the way either, either family has taught us or society has taught us. We have to act in a certain way. Exactly. I consider myself a contrarian in a in the good way, not not being not as being. Well, I am kind of stubborn in some ways. It's like no, I don't have to believe that if I don't want to, but I have to know what I choose to believe, so I have to explore that. So there's another option there. It's not just accepting things at face value that other people have told me because I don't have to feel the way that society dictates in any way, shape, or form. I can stand out. It's good to stand out. It's okay because tell yes. me, I want, I want to hear from you. How does it feel to be you, no matter what, whether you stand out or not, just to be authentic for yourself, the difference that that feels? It is revolutionary, mm -hmm. evolutionary. It makes me feel like, and I'm loose bumpy again. Me it too. Makes, it makes me feel like I'm finally me. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it's like this is, and you know, and, and like you said, how can we show people who are younger in their 20s, in their 30s, you know, like moving along here, how they can actually find that sparkle as well? And Start, keep it. Uh, oh, and that is the thing. Once you find this precious <laughs> gift that is within you, and every one of us has that ability, creativity is your birthright as a human being. You are worthy of it simply by being born. Absolutely. Do not allow someone else to diminish your brilliance, your sparkle. Do not allow that to happen. You have that ability. And if you, and if the people around you do not, they don't support that, then you can find people who will. That is a really good point. And that was going to be my next question before we, we're almost out of time, hard to believe. But before, well, we, before we go, I wanted to ask you if you had a couple of quick tips for people who are at that stage where they're, they're questioning themselves. They're having those doubts. They're you know influenced by people around them who maybe aren't supportive, who are telling them, oh, get your head out of the clouds. A couple of quick tips before we go. Well, one of the most interesting things about it is that we do create our own reality. And I really believe that you have to think about what is what is real to you and what is important to you in order to be able to find your way with that. So I would say that there is an artist community. There are coaches, like creativity coaches like myself and, and coaches like yourself who will help you to bring that out and to help you to celebrate yourself because there's nothing wrong with that. In fact, if you do not celebrate yourself, you can't expect anybody else to do it and they won't do it in a satisfying manner if you don't even know what it is. Absolutely. So, celebrate your own beauty and your own ability to inspire your yourself and by that then you'll inspire other people it just will happen naturally and that's one of the things so i wanted to mention the my book the an elegant minds handbook and that is kind of that was the, my second book and my second book came into to being into creation because i wanted to expand upon the contemplative writing prompts that I had in the back of 
as a supplement to saving your own life. I, I love that. I, I hate to cut you off, but before we go, I wanted to just ask you what makes you sparkle. And you've kind of answered that along the way, but just to sum up before we go. What makes me sparkle is creation just creation, just inspiration. Every morning I wake up and I'm on this side of the grass and I look for something colored beautiful to decorate my day. And I always find it because I'm looking for it. And that's the key. You'll always find it if you're looking for it. Oh my gosh, that is absolutely well said. And what a perfect way to end today. Thank you so much for being here. It has been a lot of fun and I look forward to continuing our conversation. You're listening to CIOE 97.5 FM. And remember to quote and do something to make you sparkle today and every single day, friends. We'll talk to you next time. Have a great weekend. Bye for now. Welcome to the bonus section. And before we ended we were talking about Paula's book. So I'm going to let you have a little bit of, an, give everybody a, an overview of that and tell them what kind of an exciting offer that you have. An Elegant Minds Handbook evolved from a supplement that was part of saving your own life. And within that, I had just written in 52 contemplative segment, stories, little statements, that people could expand upon to be able to continue the work and write those in their own terms. And like, what do you mean by this? What is, like that sort of thing, just explore right. themselves with these. Then I decided that I would expand upon those for the second book because there was so much that it was so rich that I decided to write a second book, which is called An Elegant Mind's Handbook. That one I decided that I would look for a traditional publisher for. And I wrote a plan, I set my vision, and within three months, I had a traditional publisher to publish the book. It was really cool the way it worked. I say you create your own reality, and you know, you just have to, number one, form the vision, create Mm -hmm. the plan, and then you have to execute the plan. You can't just leave it sitting on your computer. And one of the things that I realized was that, and this this is like something Tony Robbins talks about, he says, you, when you get to an island, he said, you got to burn the boat. Well, I thought, this is, this is what I'm going to do. This book will sit on my computer forever if I do not get a traditional publisher, because I was all in. And you have to be, in your own life, you got to be all in. You want to yeah, be a you, you know, you got to be all in, right? So that's what I did. And this worked out so well that it even surprised me. Oh my goodness. It it was just too cool. And what I realized, and I'm still realizing, is how this creative thing works. How you just don't even, don't allow any rules to limit you. I mean, make sure that if you're using rules that that you believe in them and that you agree with them, that they're not just dictated by someone else. And that's part of the, the contemplative writing process, exploring what you believe. You know, I, I love that. And I'm, I definitely have to have a copy of your book. There's no question about it. One of the things that just came up for me when you were talking is that whole, I've been a rule bender my whole life. And it's, you know, I, and not to be disrespectful to rules. I think that they have to be in place for certain things. Like you have to be safety first is my, is my big thing. If it's, if it's safety involved, that that's a whole other, that's a whole other thing legally and you know if it's something illegal that's another thing that you know okay there's you know but a lot of these other 
you know, man-made imposed restrictions and rules just simply didn't make sense to me ever. And I think, you know, why I don't, I don't need to conform to that when it doesn't feel right, when I feel uncomfortable about it. And there's been, there have been some <laughs> occasions throughout my life where that has posed some problems, <laughs> but at the same time, I felt okay with that because, you know, sometimes rules are made because they're, well, they're outdated for one thing and how, how quick we're not very quick to adapt to that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it just didn't feel right to me. And if something doesn't feel right to you, mm -hmm. then, then it's not right for you. And that's okay. So you can, you can make changes for that. So talk a little bit about your experience with that. Well, for me, what I see it as being is that I, I call myself a presenter. I love the creative side of things as far as performance goes, but I also love presenting to other people the very best of them. So it's kind of like what we talk about with Toastmasters when we talk about leading by example. Mm -hmm. Okay, if you want to be a leader or if you want to be a speaker, if you want to be an example to other people because you're there because you want to learn how to find your voice, then what we need to do is be the very, very, very best that we possibly can be and bring it every time, be excellent. And excellence, this is a cool thing too. Excellence is not perfection. Excellence mm -hmm. is, is very particular to the person. So your, your excellence, bring your excellence. We need it. We need that. And that's what I realized is that people needed what I could share. That's right? fabulous. And I, I love that you said that, you know, that's not being a perfectionist because perfection just doesn't exist. And you no. set yourself up for failure. The other thing that that, that caused me to think was, you know, our excellence and our best can fluctuate on a daily basis, mm -hmm. even on an hour to hour basis. And exactly. we may, you know, what is our excellent, our best today may be completely different tomorrow. Yep. And one of the things that, and that, that is a very cool idea, because one of the things that I talk about in an Elegant Minds Handbook, one of the statements, I explore the idea of 1% better. Mm -hmm. So each day, making, just moving the needle, just, and all you need to do is 1% to be able to be moving, because you think about it, if, if you even did it once a week, yeah. in, in a whole year, you'd be 52% more like higher on your wherever your personal growth ideas are than you would have been when you look back so that and if you do it once like one percent a day whoa you know like you you don't know where you're going to be able to go with this thing right oh my gosh so, yeah i love that and you know the change is one thing that happens no mm -hmm. matter what yeah. whether 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 we want to admit it or we don't want to admit it mm -hmm. change is constant and yes. by refusing to, you know, change in terms of moving forward, we're, you're still changing because there's things, you know, our cells die, our body, there's different things. We shed skin cells every day for heaven's sake. So we can, we can move forward or I don't want to say move backwards, but, but why not thrive, you know, exactly. embrace it and change is good. I think that a lot of us have been fearful of change throughout our life and yep. it's, time that we just really take a look and say you know what I'm just going to accept it and what can what impact can I have what impact can I make for myself that can help to impact others 
And one of the things that I love about that is that, you know, it's never too late to be what you truly could have been. And I don't care if you are 15 and you're looking back or if you're 25 or 55 or whatever, if you want to follow your heart and you want to follow your inspiration and, and, and a dream that you had, then do something to make your spirit sing about it today. So let's say, for example, you know, people will say to you, um, you know, like, well, haha, I couldn't be a brain surgeon right now, you know, because it takes years and years, and years of training and I can't do that. You know, no, but there might be something within that field that you could do to serve and to help other people that would also serve you. Mm-hmm. There would be something there. Maybe you can't be a ballerina, but no, but you can still dance. That's right. It's all in how you look at things. I mean, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and you know, those, the, the, those kind of sayings that they, they serve us so well because they're simple and they're impactful. Yes. And that's one of the things with an elegant minds handbook. My statements are like that. What I wanted to do was to condense the thoughts that I, that I was receiving as I call my downloads. I know you do as well. Yes that into statements that were concise and simple and easy to understand. And so that's what the, the challenge was for me was to make these things very, very simple, but also they would allow people to be able to expand on their own thoughts because it, it is an invitation to talk to who I call your constant traveler. Now for me, my-, my that person is always with me because it doesn't matter if I go to the top of a mountain or if I go to the depth of the Grand Canyon, I am always with me. So I, I really would, I really wanted to like me. You know, I wanted to like my traveling companion and she's going to be with me forever. And so that's when I decided I would make friends with her. And that's how I did it was through this collaboration that I, I see as, you know, you go into what I call a, a, a sacred channel mm-hmm. and and i i allow the writing to come through in whatever way it wants that's how cre- contemplative writing works and there's no room there for self-bashing there's no room there for any kind of negativity you 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 check that at the door you know you're the yes. inner critic check it at the door and when you're here this is the time to play and it's a time to play with ideas. It's a time to play with everything that you didn't get a chance to play with. Maybe as a kid, right? You're, you're just getting a chance. Oh my to goodness! Play. And you know what? It can be for 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 myself. My journey of you know doing that deep, deep, deep digging, which I'm still doing. Uh huh. Some, sometimes it's not easy. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's hard to accept some things. Yeah. But it's not until you actually deal with that stuff mm-hmm. that you can actually you talked about freedom mm-hmm. earlier and without having those, the ability to dig deep within yourself, I don't know that you're going to actually experience that real freedom on the other side. It's, it, it, it can be tough sometimes, but it's also refreshing. It's delightful. It's challenging. It helps you to, I guess, gain a, a better perspective and an understanding of, you know, how much, how many things do we have to unlearn? That's, that's been a huge wake up call for me is holy smokes. You know, I've had these limiting beliefs that just are not true. They're absolute bogus B 
BS for lack of better word, you know, and, and it takes courage to confront things sometimes, but that journey is so well worth it. And to be Mm -hmm. on the other side. And like I said, I mean, I will be journeying my whole life. I think that's part of, that's part of life. And, you know, you're not, you're not going to ever, I hate to say, not going to ever arrive because there's always more, there's always places to go. You know, there's always things to learn and just, it's, it is a journey and it's fun. And it's when you can step back and you can say, you know what, holy cow, I've lived a lot of life. Wow. That's really helped me to become who I am and who I'm still going to become. Exactly. You know, as you say, I, I really believe that we are all in a process of becoming because potential is unlimited. And if we tap into that potential, we have no idea ourselves where we're going to go with it because, you know, our, our best life still waits for us. It's there waiting for us. And one of the, 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 the wonderful things about engaging this part of you, this elegant part of you, the most honorable, compassionate part of you that you could possibly imagine at this point in time, because as you had, we had talked about earlier, that can change too. Because yes. once you start ripening and, and like things start blooming, then you start realizing that I'm even deeper than I thought. Hey, I got some deep things going on here mm-hmm. and they're really cool. And I really believe them. And I, when I get the goosebumps, I know that I'm speaking a truth that resonates with me. And when you goosebumps start, don't feeling, lie. they do not, neither do I call it tears, goosebumps and mind sparks. Mm-hmm. I find those three things. When I get any of those things, I know, Hey, I'm onto something here. That's really cool. And like you said, there is, t- there are times that we will be very uncomfortable doing this work. Like, I can't tell you how many times that I've sat there and, and cried my eyes out because mm-hmm. that's what had to come out. Right. And with no and judgment. Was, no judgment. Absolutely no judgment. It's not like, oh, I feel, I feel silly or whatever. No, I'm there with me. This is the space for that. I'm holding space for me today. And if I need to, if I need to cry, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I'm done, like, and, and this goes for, for males or females that it's, you have the right to express sadness, grief, fear, all of those things. And also there, you have the right to ask for help as well. You have the right to ask someone to listen to your story and to help you with that. If you need, if you find that you're, you're too afraid to go there because truly the only way beyond is through. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. That's so true. That is so true. It and that's really, it, you know, we could have a whole hour conversation plus about that alone, I think. Mm-hmm, but I'm just mm-hmm. I'm being mindful of your time and mindful yeah. of I know we both have some commitments. I've got three little granddaughters out there who are <laughs> I can hear them out there now, so they're wanting my attention. But before we go, can you tell people how they can reach out to you and tell them about your about your special offer? And All right. Um, I have a website, pauladetozerauthor.com. And if you contact me on my contact page, through my contact page, I will take the names from the people who do contact me and do a draw. And I'm going to send, if, and then we'll get your, your address and I'll send you an actual physical copy of Yay. the So the first three people that I draw 
will get an actual copy of the book and I'll send it directly to you. So that is, and then hopefully we'll have a conversation. Let's keep yes. on, like talking about this stuff because there's nothing more fun in my life than ever talking about this stuff. So I agree. Is there anything else before we go that you would like to add? I would just like to say, folks, work on your creative potential. Embrace your creativity. You are a creative being and you will have a much, much better life if you work with your creativity because you will see things that you, you might never have seen before in your life and they'll be wonderful. I can pretty well guarantee that you will find benefit from that. Awesome. And more sparkle too. Oh, look, the sparkle is important. Sparkle and inspiration go hand in hand. Yes. Absolutely. It has been such a pleasure and my honor to have you here today, Paula. Thank yes. you so much. And I really look forward to hopefully seeing you soon in person yes. in the not too distant future. That would be absolutely fabulous. Yes. So until next time, go out and find your sparkle, everyone, and embrace that creative side of you. You may be pleasant. You will be pleasantly surprised. Bye for now, friends. We will talk to you soon.